No. Brought to you from by Burt's Ice House Rental on the shores of Spoon Lake. Don't go out too far, though. You heard the lake detective. It's Garage Logic. I ain't driving no truck on no lake. Chris Reavers, director of social media. Never have, never will. John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. What's more riskier for you? Driving on ice... Or the penthouse in New York. Driving on University Avenue with inattentive light rail drivers. Oh, my God. How about that story? Last night on uh, Five Eyewitness News, I I really learned something I thought was uh, significantly surprising. It was a Jay Coles piece. We wanted to have Jay on today, but he's up north buying an ice house. I don't have, I have no idea why he doesn't even drink. I know. But he wants to buy a fish house for the lake. Uh, He had a hell of a piece last night. I had forgotten about this accident. I did, too, until I saw Jay's piece On last July night. 15th of 2017, Nicholas Westlake, 29, and his girlfriend Nellie Petkova, 26, were driving southbound on Eustis. Help me, where is Eustis? It's I'm literally right this. over here. The intersection of Eustis. You, you would keep going south on Eustis to get on 280 to then get on 94. Southbound on Eustis. Right over here. Okay, so it happened at the intersection at... At That university. Yeah. Nicholas Westlake, 29, and his girlfriend, Neil Petkova, 26, were driving southbound on Eustace Street in St. Paul on the evening of July 15, 2017, when a westbound light rail train ran a red light on University Avenue, collided with their car, and killed Nicholas Westlake. His uh, his gal, uh, Nellie... Petkova, they're ballroom dancers, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, headed for Olympic competition, yes. apparently, a very attractive couple. She survived. Uh, Westlake, the driver, died as a result of injuries he suffered. Petkova, in the passenger seat, suffered a compound fracture of her arm. Uh, I didn't know what happened. Petkova said it just happened so quickly. We both turned to the left, and there it was. Rescuers jumped in immediately. Uh, they could not. They had to cut the roof off the car. Yep. Uh, to get to get these people out, a five eyewitness news investigation found that El Maruf. Uh, let me back up here. Do I have his whole uh, name? Uh, I guess his name is El Maruf. Uh, will not face criminal charges for running the red light because light rail operators are excluded from traffic laws in Minnesota. That is, just I had no idea. Ridiculous. That's a union. Huh? And what we need to find out, we'll talk to Jay at some point. What I need to find out is what was the rationale for that? Why why uh, should uh, light rail drivers be excused from the traffic laws? And when you watch the 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 piece that Jay put together, he obtained I think it was seventeen different angles showing this light rail operator either not paying attention whatsoever. The not only were all of the lights red facing him on University, mm-hmm. you know the little cross. There's a light. vertical green light, which means he's good to go, and a horizontal green light, which means he is not. He had not only a red light, but he had the horizontal green light, yep. meaning he was to stop. And this poor kid had no chance. No. Because when you come down that road, you can't see the train until you enter the intersection. 
In an email sent to Five Eyewitness News, St. Paul City Attorney Lindsay Olson wrote, there can be no criminal charges in this case for violation of the traffic code because it does not apply to the operation of a rail train. Well, who thought that was a good idea? B as in B. Was there a, pre, a, a prediction of we're going to have a lot of accidents, and that's why they threw that in there? No, because there hasn't been a preponderance of accidents. Well, we've had pedestrians killed, but we're talking about motorists, and especially when the, the light rail is at fault. I could see having something in place where if the light rail operator wasn't at fault, because we've had accidents before with light rail cars. According to the collision reconstruction report, the train operator told investigators he had a vertical green bar on the traffic signal no. indicating he could proceed. No. However, surveillance video, this was a hell of a story that Coles put together. However, surveillance video captured by a camera on the front of the train clearly shows the traffic light was red and the train signal along the track displayed a white horizontal bar. I'm sorry, I guess it's white, not green. Displayed a white horizontal bar yeah, white. indicating the driver must stop. Instead, the operator, Abdelatif Al-Marouf, drove the train into the intersection where it collided with Westlake's car, pushing it down the tracks. A surveillance camera inside the train recorded video of the train operator holding his head in his hands. Despite a finding by Metro Transit investigators that Elma Roof blew through the red light and caused the death, prosecutors declined to bring criminal charges against him. A Metro Transit investigation also found Westlake speed, 44 miles an hour, and a 30-mile-an-hour zone contributed to the crash. So they, they found some way to... Hold the dead guy somewhat accountable because he was exceeding the speed limit. How do they know how fast he was going? I have no idea. Uh, Prosecutors with the Ramsey County Attorney's Office determined they could not prove Elmer Roof was grossly negligent because he was not on his phone. I don't know how they knew that. Was not speeding and honked his horn before entering the intersection. I think the most amazing part of it is, uh, and I don't know who to ask. I'd I'd like to start with uh, Coles. I, I just want to know what what is the rationale for absolving light rail pilots, whatever we're supposed to call them, what, operators. 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 What what is the rationale saying? Well, uh, Al Maruf, uh, congratulations on your employment here, and, and you know know with certainty that uh, in case you bump somebody off, you're you're not going to be held accountable. That's I the, don't get it. I don't either. And consider the fact that... All of this is the work of an unelected body, by the way, the Metropolitan Council. Look at how many times, just on university alone, that green line interacts with crossing traffic. It's how many different intersections. I mean, 24 hours a day, 365. Hiawatha, the same thing. How many different intersections that line uh, hits traffic. Westlake's family wants the law changed so light rail operators are held to the same standard as motorists, including bus drivers. Metro Transit, the government, is playing with a completely different set of rules, and that's not fair, and it needs to change, said Peter Westlake, uh, Nick's uh, older brother. A bus driver who made the same mistake would be subject to traffic law, but a light rail, because it's on rails, is classified differently and is not subject to the traffic code. Well, let me interject something. Uh... That should have, if, well, again, I don't know the rationale for it, but it's doubly foolish when you have put this light rail line down the middle of a heavily trafficked corridor, automobile corridor. I don't get it. Uh, 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 Who's Olson? Uh, Somebody named Olson. 
Uh, Olson, in her email, agreed current Minnesota statutes need to be updated. We determined that there is a loophole that should be corrected in current Minnesota law that prevented charges from being filed. Westlake's family also says more video evidence should be available to investigators in crashes like the one involving Nick and Nellie. Uh, it was an astounding thing for me to learn. I had no no idea. That's uh, quite a uh, that's solid employment. Mm-hmm. Now, is, is it the union that put that in, or was it the Met Council? There are no cameras focused directly on the light rail operator in his cab to see exactly what he was doing. So they not only are absolved from traffic laws, apparently they are not subject to their own surveillance cameras. I think they should be, well, just like the bus, our ball bus drivers. Metro are Transit does not have cameras trained on drivers in any of its vehicles, be it a light rail train or bus, according to spokesperson Howie Padilla. Westlake's family hopes his death inspires tougher train transportation laws. Uh, I don't blame them. I, I don't blame them. Mm. We need to make decisions about policy and about changes that will keep this from happening. Lisa Westlake, Nick's mother, said. Otherwise, what would be the point of taking those pictures? What would be the point of recording this? Uh, we have no idea what the driver was doing, Peter Westlake said. All we know is he completely missed the red light, missed the stopped horizontal traffic light, missed the active cross traffic, and went into an intersection he should not have been in. Well, I, none of that's debatable. That's all what we saw in this report last Reread night. Reread the part about uh, the, the, the cameras not being used. Metro Transit does not have cameras trained on drivers in any of its vehicles, be it a light rail train or bus. Oh, so I see. So the camera isn't fixated on the driver. It's it's well, you know, you got what's another ten grand? <laughs> yeah, at this point, right? <laughs> you, well, but, you got cameras everywhere, except you're not going to put one on your own employee. But is, for the buses, remember when that bus driver was attacked a couple of months ago? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if he was just sentenced, but it was recently in the news. They have a camera in the middle of the bus that focuses on the front, where you can see the driver. You just can't see what he's doing. Mm-hmm. But I, that shocks me that they don't have those. Uh, fixed on the drivers of light rail. Abdelatif Al-Maruf was initially fired by Metro Transit, but his employment was reinstated on appeal. Sure. He currently works as a light rail vehicle helper. In that capacity, he fuels and helps clean trains, but does not operate them. In the report, in their report on the crash, Metro Transit investigators said Al-Maruf declined to participate in an interview. Oh. Ooh. That's in good spirit, huh? Well, my only story, uh, I told you guys this last year, and I'm willing to accept 50% of this. Okay. About this time last year, we had a significant snowstorm. Yes. January of 18. And I, tr- what's the street we leave here on? What's Barry. That? Barry. Barry. So I'm, uh, I'm uh, southbound on Barry Street to take a left to go eastbound on University. To right. make the light. To make the light. Right. For the- and it turned orange. Uh, and, I'm, and I'm struggling a bit in the deep snow, and but I went for it mm-hmm. uh, because I was in the middle of westbound University yep. when the light turned orange. I really couldn't stop because now I'm going to be blocking westbound traffic. Correct. So I kept going. Right. That train barreled through there and missed the rear end of that car by six inches. Wow. And my only thought at the time was, it's a snowstorm. I have to drive slowly. Why doesn't he? 
Agreed. Uh, it's elements... not like you got a lot of high-paying customers that got to get to their next uh, legal entanglement. Right, right. The elements <laughs> play a key role there, and that would mean you should adjust your driving, whether you're now, a car or a trainer. Now, I am willing to accept uh, my, my share of that responsibility was maybe I should have gone slower up Berry Street in the event that the light did turn orange. I accept that. But I was in the middle of Westbound University mm-hmm. as it turned orange. I, my, my instincts as a lifelong driver are what? To make the orange and get through the intersection. Right, right. That guy came barreling in there, and I'm not kidding you. It missed me by six inches. Wow. wow. Well, and the and th- you know what? He wouldn't have been liable. No. You're, it, that would have been your fault. Yeah. Uh, my only thought, too, is I, I went the school bus route. You know how we joke about uh, no, no experience, experience necessary. Needed. Zero. I'm wondering if that's the case here, where they're met, met uh, the Metro Transit's just plopping anybody in there that's willing to do the job. Well, I got to think, you know, given that it's a public employment, uh, there's probably great benefits and probably a great salary, and it's probably a good gig. And uh, but I know for I don't f- know why are they why would they be hard up for pilots? Because like Rookie was just mentioning with with the bus drivers, and I don't know if that's the case with light rail. They're having a hard time getting bus drivers because of what just happened. These guys. Well, they're getting. They're having a hard time getting bus drivers because the bus drivers are being assaulted by rowdy youth. Right. 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 I'm unaware that light rail train drivers have been assaulted. No, I don't think they have. I'm just wondering if they're hard up for employment. In fact, you would have no dealings with the driver of a light rail train. No. No, not at all. On a bus, you pass the driver. Uh, One of the trainers of the light rail uh, operators is a huge garage logician, former KSTP employee, Bob. Okay. Remember the guy that used to have the station wagon where he had the Star Trek no. uh, bumper sticker out in Maplewood? Not. I do not. Okay. The he guy has, with the curtains in his car? No, that was Ray Brown. This one, Ray Brown. This, no, this was Bob. He was a uh, uh, a weekend board op, and he's a huge garage logician, and he was a big Star, a Star Trek fan as well. But he now trains... Um, the operators, I'm and not I, sure I will that ask comforts him. Me. I will, I will ask. Sure that I'm, I, I don't know that face. I have Bob's number. I'm not sure that I'm. Uh, I'm not sure that I'm terribly uh, comforted by that. The guy with the station. Hey, don't worry. He's trained by a Star Wars right. freak. No Star Trek. Bobby, Bobby, Captain, Bobby, come uh, on, Captain Ricard. Or yeah. I'll see if I have. He so got Bobby's the figurines in the station wagon. Yeah, you know he was a good guy. You know you can't have it all in radio. Well, let's you know? let's uh, let's uh, disassociate the humor from this. I'm not done with this story. Oh, okay. This family, uh, uh, Davis family, they're they're left high and dry here. Uh, they filed suit. I don't know how far they'll get with it. I'm not a big lawsuit guy, but I think I think they have a case well, it, to be made here. Once this story gets out there, the public outcry has to be massive, don't you think? Well, I thought it was a very interesting story. I thought it was. Uh, uh, an example of, uh, and I would say this, no matter if it was 4 or 11, it happened to be 5, uh, I thought it was a well-done piece of work. I do, too. It was very thorough and uh, and, and and astonishing. And we're not, astonishing. Lo- we're not lawyers, obviously, but just because they can't prosecute uh, this particular driver, a civil suit, as you mentioned, can still take place. Now, I have often said, if you get hit by a light rail train... It's your fault. Yes, uh, I mean I have always meant that most principally referring to pedestrians. Sure, mm-hmm. if you get hit, it's your fault because you aren't paying attention. Because you are, uh, they got bells and whistles you can and see lights. Them coming a mile and away, you can see them, and they have horns. And uh, in this case, sure appeared to me that the train was at fault. 
Right. So they, I mean, right. Cole's had 15 different video angles on this. But when you watch the impact, too. It was over. Uh, it, I'm surprised she w- was okay. I'm surprised okay. she's okay. And they were they were quite the handsome young yeah. couple, weren't it's they? Just, it's Apparently really... they were going to get married and the whole deal, but yeah. I guess they were expert ballroom dancers mm-hmm. uh, to the point of uh, facing an Olympic prospect. I didn't know ballroom dancing was an Olympic sport. I, I, I shouldn't be surprised. What isn't an Olympic sport? I don't think I would settle for. I, I would I would hire. Uh, I don't know one of the big time lawyers in the Twin Cities to say this is baloney. He was at fault. Uh, we need to get paid. Not that you're doing it for the money, but uh, in principle, I think they will have some success. I think any reasonable legislator has to look at this and say, well, how how do we allow that loophole to exist? Yeah, uh, that mu- that must change because think about how can. I'm not saying that they are casual. They, they mostly pay attention. But think about how uh, they would pay much more attention and not have any but, problems if they knew I could get fired for this. And put yourself in the place of Metro Transit. Here you are. You've received millions upon millions of dollars from the state. Uh, You're, as well, Joe, state and feds, no more. Sure. A billion dollars. Billion dollars. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I guarantee there's going to be a massive public outcry from this particular case, now that you know Cole's kind of blew this thing wide open, you're just going to sit back and 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 take all of this heat. I, I I don't think I think they'll have to end up coming to some type of settlement with this family. Well, you would I, hope that they would do the right thing anyway. I, I had no idea this existed, and I don't understand. Before you before why. you go though, since you're closing this portion out, could you grab the part about reinstatement? Did we? Did we miss? Did, did we have a, a chance? Did we have a chance for reinstatement, or were we? That wasn't maybe offered to you mean us. In our personal case, yeah. In our, no, we didn't have. There wasn't a reinstatement. There's not a clause. Okay, I just. We I wanted to make sure. It's, it's uh, not the same loophole, right? You want to check out the all your options and stuff like that. <laughs> Look but, at him. Uh, now he's going through. Yeah, they, well, uh, I mean, let me double check. Yeah, <laughs> reinstatement for those Ab- guys. Abdelatif El Marouf was initially fired by Metro Transit, but his employment was reinstated on appeal. He currently works as a light rail vehicle helper. Ah. In that capacity, he fuels and helps clean trains, but does not operate them. All right. But for our case, uh, reinstatement was not. Uh, we're, uh, we're still, uh, we weren't yeah, looking not for an option it yet. yet. We didn't kill anybody. Here by accident than elsewhere by design. Here's Joe Suchere. Was it uh, GL Podcast number 84 when we learned that Bob Dylan was a blacksmith and an yes. iron worker? Yeah, Johnny told us that. I think it was Kenny, actually. Oh. But I think Johnny corroborated it. Well, leave it to our off-site, chief offside correspondent, Kelsey, who has found a tremendous material and images of Dylan creating his welding and his sculptures. Oh. And it's fantastic. Uh, in fact, I found that increasing the speed limit from 55 to 60 wouldn't actually change how people drive. When the sign said 55, the average speed for all vehicles was 59, and 85% of vehicles were going 65 miles an hour or slower. 
When the limit was up to 60, the average speed went to 60, and 85% of the drivers still went 65 or slower. Mm. You follow that? Yes. Meaning when you're offered 60, you're more likely to stay around 60 than when you're offered 55. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go, right, I'm still going to go close to 60. Mm-hmm. Uh, the average of the high five, one change that could benefit safety. The typical difference between the speeds of vehicles went down slightly, according to the study. The study only cost us a How million much? two. Oh, oh yeah. that's you nothing. That that's nothing. What's, that? What's your guys' ratio? Of what? When you when you got fifty five, how far do you are you willing to push it? I'm always giving myself nine. Nine. Uh, I was going to go sixty two. I usually go six. I go sixty four. And you think I'll be all right? I don't know. I don't know. So in, in a sixty, you're willing to push it to sixty nine? Depends on the weather. Sure. Yeah. On a, on a on a perfect condition day, we're not talking about driving through a blizzard, right? I had a. Um, <clears throat> I was okay. just trying to text my daughter here. Last night, she came home from a babysitting gig in Sunfish Lake, and she may have been pushing the envelope a little bit in a 55, may have been going 63, something like that. And the, the, I don't know if it's a state trooper or uh, a cop, stopped her Mm -hmm. and said, can I get your license and your insurance? And she had never been stopped before in her life. She's 18 years of age. So she said, hell no. She said, uh, he said, I need your insurance. And she looked at him and said, um... My dad usually handles that stuff. I have no, I don't know what that is or where to look for it. Can I? She's poorly trained. Can right? I? Can I'm I, serious. You're poorly trained. Can I call him right now and 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 tell him because he'll tell you that it, where it is. It's in the glove box. And uh, he basically just patted her on the. He said, uh, "Slow down, young lady, and uh, be on your way here." So that that did show me that. Um, he might leave. You know, I thought they were all set. I say. Here's your Geico thing. We're going to put it right up here. It's right with the registration. But she batted her eyelashes, and he just patted her and said, you uh, you get home there, little darling, and maybe have a chat with your dad. So thanks to that state trooper on uh, 110 or 62. Kind of thing. Yeah, right by Mauershev. Well, the real pathetic thing about that is knowing you, the fact that you're handling it does not comfort me. <laughs> no, true. I can guarantee you, yes, we have insurance because it comes out every month. But uh, yeah, I thought what if I you had... started doing a voice on him. Yes, we have it. But my, Oy vey, this my, is my dad handles it. I don't know where he keeps I, it. It I could sh- be in his shoe. I assure you, I am insured. <laughs> and my dad is so old; he died, drinks insure. <laughs> In other yeah. words, yeah. more drivers traveled at a similar speed after speed limits increased, said Nathan Drews, engineering specialist in M- in MnDOT's Office of Traffic Engineering. This is a desirable outcome, but this change is slight and may not affect the frequency or severity of crashes. All right. Mm-hmm. In other words, offer me sixty, <laughs> and uh, I'm going to be I'm going to behave better. Right. Don't you offer me 55, I guess. Where are you at 70? Sticking pretty close to 70, huh? No. no, no, no Unless no. your friend at the airport's going to work at about 4 in the morning. and uh, 70, I got to give myself at least 77. Yeah, okay. you're good to 77. Okay. 78. I don't know. Uh, we'll be back. a man who spends hours in hardware stores sifting through the nuts and bolts of life 
Joe Souchere. Well, it's come to this. I guess a high school football coach can't kneel on the field after a game for 15 seconds in silent prayer. He was fired for the uh, for this. For kneeling. For taking a knee. This is from Fox News. I doubt if any other outlet might have even covered it. In what is perhaps the most perplexing intrusion upon the religious liberty of a football coach in modern memory, the Bremerton School District in the state of Washington fired coach Joe Kennedy for taking a knee after the game in 15 seconds worth of silent prayer. Uh, In a rare move uh, this week, four justices, this is the Supreme Court, issued a statement explaining why the court declined for now to hear Kennedy's case. Justices Samuel Alito writing for Justices, uh, Justice Samuel Alito writing for Justices Thomas, Gorsuch, and Kavanaugh first explained that there wasn't enough information for them to make a decision. In other words, the justices noted that the district court had not answered key factual questions, making it difficult, if not impossible, to decide the free speech question at issue. Uh, as Coach Kennedy's attorneys, fair enough, as Coach Kennedy's attorneys were only too eager to return to the district court and answer those questions. But that is not what troubled the justices the most. Their greater concern seemed to be with the breadth of the decision by the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit upholding Kennedy's firing. In fact, the justices appeared to wonder whether the judges of the Ninth Circuit really meant what they wrote. According to the Ninth Circuit, Justice Alito observed, public school teachers and coaches may be fired if they engage in any expression that the school does not like while they are on duty. Okay. That alone should be troubling for any American. While school districts command much authority, as any employer might, over the lives of its teachers, it is not absolute. Even while within the gates of the school, teachers retain First Amendment freedoms. But that's not what the Ninth Circuit concluded. They're in Euro Frisco, by the way. Rather, according to Justice Alito, the appellate court appears to regard teachers and coaches as being on duty at all times from the moment they report to work to the moment they depart, provided that they are within the eyesight of students, which the football coach would have been. Okay. This would lead to ridiculous results, the judges, the justices noted. Any demonstrative religious activity, if a student could possibly see the faculty member, would be forbidden, including folding their hands or bowing their heads in prayer oh or even reading things that God. might be spotted by students or saying things that might be overwhelmed. The de-churching of America, huh? Mm-hmm. The chill that sent... The chill that such a restriction on the First Amendment would bring, among the, bring upon the American public is frightening. A Jewish teacher might be perceived as engaged in demonstrative activity should students see his yarmulke. How do you say that word? Yarmulke. 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 Y-A-R-M-U-L-K-E. Yarmulke. Yarmulke. Yeah, or you would say like yarmulke. This right here. Stays on, even in the wind, it stays. Who's <laughs> my bald head? Are you comfortable? Yeah, it'll make a good living. Yarmulke. Catholic <laughs> teachers whose rosary or crucifix might be visible to students could be perceived as demonstrative. 
For that matter, under the Ninth Circuit's opinion in this quick-to-sue world of ours, a teacher uttering God bless you after a student seizes might be accused of unlawful behavior. Oh, no. It's coming to this. Most remarkable still, the justices noted that the Ninth Circuit's opinion may extend beyond the workday. After all, part of the justification of the appellate court in approving the termination of Coach Kennedy included the fact that even after he was fired, Coach Kennedy dared to engage in prayer near students. The suggestion that even while off-duty, Justice Alito wrote, a teacher or coach cannot engage in any outward manifestation of religious faith is remarkable. Firing coaches for praying within eyesight of students is wrong and contradicts the Constitution, according to Kennedy's lawyers. Coach Kennedy remains sidelined. He said he will return to the lower courts to supply the missing information the justices would like to see. If that fails to convince the Ninth Circuit that Coach Kennedy and coaches and teachers everywhere, we've had this story before. We've had it down south, remember, where, right. the, where the town rallied That's for right. the team yes. and the coach? Yes, yes. Uh, Justice, uh, Congress shall make no law. There's nothing about Congress making a law here. Hell, if I was a football coach, I'd pray that nobody got a concussion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and was the coach trying to start a new religion to recruit people to, uh, against their will, nope. uh, follow this? Uh, I, I gotta, nor, was he, nor was he expecting any tithing. Why? I've got a simple solution. Why didn't he just say... Uh, he was protesting the national anthem. And then he can kneel and then all he, he been wants. Then he, he can kneel fine. all he wants, yes. and the kids can do whatever. Well, let's finish this. Wow. Coach Kennedy remains sidelined for now. It says, I will return to the lower courts to supply the missing information that justices would like to see. If that fails to convince the Ninth Circuit, co- co- Ninth Circuit that Coach Kennedy and coaches and teachers everywhere are entitled to protection under the First Amendment and basic employment law, it may, as Justice Alito concluded, justify review in the future. This is close to an instant replay of a call in the field as Coach Kennedy is likely to get. For the sake of coaches, students, and teachers, uh, we should uh, hope that lower court, this must be an opinion piece by Jeremy Dyes, mm. we should hope that the lower courts recognize the indisputable evidence of the First Amendment that protects the right of every American to engage in religious expression. Uh, Jeremy Dyes is a deputy general counsel for First Liberty Institute, a nonprofit law firm dedicated to defending religious freedom for all. Doesn't this guy have freedom of religion? Not according to the Ninth Circuit. So, uh, again, we've had this debate before, but uh, prayer rooms can be provided. Um, we can have other... Yeah, isn't that amazing? We can provide prayer rooms for Muslims. But a football coach couldn't kneel and give thanks for 15 seconds. Not even out loud and wailing and calling attention to himself, just going down on one knee and going, He didn't thanks. take out a rosary, or he didn't take out his yarmulke. He didn't right? uh, whip out a Bible. He didn't have a crucifix. He just got down on a knee, and, and apparently that was a visible uh, demonstrative expression of religion that caught the attention of his superiors, and they canned him. Initially— what, I think what the Supreme Court is saying, we find this so hard to believe— Bring us back some more information, I think, is what the Supremes are saying. Okay. We need, we, we need, we're finding this, we finding, my eyes are rolling in their sockets, says Alito. Bring me some more stuff so I can rule on this. That's what I think that's in, Initially, who, who was the, uh, who was offended? Or was this a proactive, we foghorn proactive? Was it a proactive? Uh, 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 this report does not make that clear. What do you mean who was offended? He got fired by his school. 
Well, that, that's what I mean. So, so someone had to report his kneeling in prayer oh, yeah, to okay. someone to yeah. make it uh, get well, some wheels. And, you know, high school football game, probably the the uh, the brass are there. You know, the principal, oh. the assistant principal, the third assistant principal, the fourth assistant principal, crew chief. They're all there. You'd think that. Um, well, well, we're just really afraid of. Uh, we're just really afraid of these kinds of expressions of freedom, aren't we? <laughs> and you know, what does it? What does it? What are we? Isn't Ilhan we? Omar wearing her hijab in the House chamber? Isn't that a religious expression? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, and uh, and <laughs> she what the hell she fought to, to keep to, that. Yeah, good for her. She's a fresh young face. Okay, but then but then there has to be some give. So then, where's Coach the, Wilson the, gets to where's kneel. the even handedness here? Well, it is Christian, and it's well, praying. Who, it's who, God, so you can't you, you can't allow the coach. Let me ask the question we always ask when the Freedom from Religion Foundation fires up the 1959 Pontiac <laughs> hearse, turns on the cherry light on top, and races to the scene of a uh, of an insensitivity in their estimation. How is that making the world better? Well, the mystery is designed to make the world worse. Not better. This is an offshoot of the mystery. The attack on Christianity in this country is an offshoot of the mystery. It helps undermine and eradicate the conventions and traditions of a Judeo-Christian-founded nation. And the more you can chip away at that, the closer you are to what is the Mysterians' ultimate goal. The elimination of the Constitution or the rewriting of it, and you can be sure if they did, we wouldn't have freedom of religion and freedom of speech. I don't think I'm engaging in hyperbole. I think that is the ultimate goal of the mystery. Because to Mysterians, capitalism is wrong, it's unfair, achievement is wrong, competitiveness is wrong, it's unfair, too many people are left behind. Yeah, too many people don't work hard enough either. If, and if, unfortunately, if we did achieve that, what would we have? A country that is not America, and thus the mystery wins. I don't know what you'd call it. How would people act in their daily? Again, your theory years ago of the presence of a male will uh, will constitute sexual harassment, or now now it's being offended. It's not even sexual harassment. It's I'm offended by whatever you, you're wearing bib overalls. I don't like that. Just for the hell of it, quickly go to the wheel of thought and type in this coach uh, Joe Kennedy. All right, Coach Joe Kennedy, just. That's all you have to do. Just coach Joe Kennedy. So how about coach? Because because maybe I, I'd like to talk more about this tomorrow. Maybe if there's more uh, uh, material, the wheel of thought is turning. Uh, this is too slow for a, a podcast. I uh, do situation. love the wheel of thought. Mm-hmm. I like that name. Okay, uh, we have the coach. Let's see. Oh, look at the, look at the first headline that comes up. Why you should not defend a high school coach praying on his football field? The Washington Post. Type that one out for me, please. No, I'll the, just go in the next room and do it. I'll okay, go in the next okay. room and do um, it. Time. I might bring this back if I learn more. Time. He's calling timeout. <clears throat> okay, read that headline again. Ooh. That's twenty fifteen. Oh, you did mention. Oh, that. yeah. This is. I'm not sorry. New. This I'm is sorry. Not new. I did but not hear that. But his appeals have taken so long to get this. Far. I see. Yeah. Okay, because I thought we were victim of. Uh, no, this is what I just read you uh, from the Liberty Institute is dated today, 2019. Got it. Okay. All right. That's how long she took. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, okay, I'm gonna. Well. I'll, you know what? Right now, I'll go look up, see if I can learn more about this. You, you mean know. right now? Maybe the guy was a rabble rouser. Uh, maybe he was making people dance in the aisles. I don't know. We covered but, a lot of ground today. Damn it, no kneeling, unless you are 
against the anthem. All right, garagelogic.com is where you're going to find all of things Garage Logic podcast version. You'll find Author's Corner. You'll find Greg Holcomb's comics on Apple iTunes. You'll find how to rate us. Let us know how we're doing. Do you like? Do you want something? Do you not want something? Wasn't it fun that you didn't have to hear Kenny today? Kenny kept his mouth shut all day today. Thanks, Kenny. We'll talk to you next time. You're one click away from more Garage Logic podcast version. Thanks for tuning in. What are you waiting for? This is Ricey for my friend, Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh, get a different point of view, and get your financial future in order starting today. Sound retirement planning is important, and that's what Josh does. Josh can tell you that he is dedicated to helping people like you and me realize their best potential for a comfortable retirement. With today's market volatility, it's more important than ever to work with a professional who understands your needs. A professional who understands financial markets and the options available to help you reach your goals. Call Josh for a complimentary no-obligation consultation today at 952-925-5608. 952-925-5608. Investment advisor services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consult. LLC, a registered advisor for the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future results.